This is Bike Shorts from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer. Uh, Groundhog Day. I just uh, I just woke up again in a tent in someone's backyard. It must be <laughs> Ragbri. <sighs> Where's my phone? Ah, there it is. Okay. I don't think this is going to work until I have a cup of coffee or wake up somehow. <laughs> yes, my tent is right by a road, and that was how I slept last night. This is Bike Shorts, a limited edition podcast from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer. Okay, uh, making my way out of the tent through the backyard. Hey there, George. Hey, good morning, Ben. How you doing? Did you sleep? Yes. Exhaustion will do that for you. <laughs> hey there, Tony, the owner of uh, you and your wife, Deb, hosted us last night yes, here uh, in Centerville. I just got up five minutes ago. I did, too. You did, too. You look <laughs> a lot more chipper than I do, but this is Great wonderful. Morning. You have a, a, a wonderful yard for this, all flat for... Did you count how many tents are in your yard? No, I did not. I bet you there's at least 40. Very good. Everybody getting out, uh, breaking down their tents, uh, putting everything in baggies or packing things away. And uh, Tony and uh, Deb Curry, you are wonderful people. Thank you for helping make... Thanks a, a lot for having yeah. Come on on out and hope you guys have a great ride. Right. All right. And this is echoed all around Centerville this morning. Uh, Yards full of tents, uh, people getting up. What day? Dan Ragbright, help me. This is day five, right? That's right. Okay. I will wake up here in a few minutes. <laughs> we all will. <laughs> Go, Dream Team. What about some poetry? Oh. No poetry. Let's go, Dream Team. It is time to go. I'm the truck support for the Dream Team. I've been doing that for three years. What's your name? Pat Bannon. And Pat, uh, a nice waking up ritual there. I don't know if they'd call it nice. Yes, they don't. There's some of them not very fond of it, but I. That's the only. I haul the truck. I pick up their stuff. I do the thing, and that's my one joy. Is I get to wake them up every morning. Tell me quickly. I, I know you got a lot of work. You got your arms full. What is the Dream Team? It is a group of uh, youth from the Des Moines area, with different. They're all from different situations. Be it financial, emotional, whatever the problem is, they're recommended by their priests or their school counselors. They get recommended to the team. They get interviewed. They get checked out. And then they start training in end of February, early March. Then in April, we're outside on the bikes. And Bike World supplies them with bikes, helmets, the equipment they need. They do the training. They ride ragbri. They finish. They get to keep the bikes. And then they have the opportunity to return until they're graduate from high school that sounds wonderful these kids in ages from what 13 to 18 13 to 18 so this is about overcoming adversity for people who have had a lot of challenges kids who've had a lot of challenges already absolutely we had a girl do the Karis loop yesterday rode 120 miles and last year when she signed up for the team she could not ride a bike at all and she's i believe she's 13 she might be 14 this year but she could not ride a bike last year and she completed the Karis loop yesterday Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Ben.
Morning, Ragby Riders. How you doing? How you doing? This is Bike Shorts from Iowa Public Radio, and this guy has uh, woken up a little bit, <laughs> and I have my tent packed up, uh, brushed my teeth, uh, even had a couple bites of uh, cinnamon bread that were toasted, in fact. What a luxury. Uh, so we're going to get going here in, in a few minutes. Um, Centerville is our starting point here, and uh, on day five, uh, we have 65.9 miles to Fairfield along this route. Uh, the climb, the feet of climb, 2,328. Sounds about right. We, uh, I looked at the topography on this, and the day gets easier in terms of hills as we, we go on. Uh, we head out from Centerville straight east uh, through West Grove. Uh, Bloomfield is our meeting town. That's sort of the, the lunch town uh, to Troy. And then shortly after that, uh, we head due north um, up to cross the Des Moines, Red, Des Moines River, uh, through Libertyville, and then uh, early evening, we hope to be in Fairfield. Bike Shorts is a limited podcast series from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer, enjoying the heck out of this ride. 2019, this is the 47th, uh, uh, 47th annual RAGBRAI, the Register's Great Annual Bike Ride Across Iowa. And... Uh, I think today may have a theme of dealing with adversity because people do this ride for all kinds of reasons. And we're going to find out, I have a feeling today, uh, why some have extra meaning attached to this rolling, what did someone call it, a rolling state fair that moves across the state slowly in a week. And it, it, it's, it's looking like that this morning. We'll check back in a little bit later down the road. Okay, day five on two wheels has begun. It's bike shorts from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer. Uh, the caravan is moving in front of me. I've stepped up on a slight little embankment here next to a cornfield, and uh, ragbri riders are rolling by, two, three, four, five abreast, heading east. We're about eight miles uh, outside of Centerville. And uh, I'm here with uh, fellow Kick Butt members, uh, Abby and Ellie. Give us your, your first and last names, please. Abby Busher. Ellie Larson. Okay. You two are fascinating. I've been riding with you for a few years here on Rag Brian on Kick Butts. You are, in fact, um, uh, this year blogging um, to work through some grief. Your blog, if I've got it right, is called Cheers, Gears, and Tears, Sisters Cycling Through grief. Who wants to tell me, first of all, we'll get both of you, who wants to start me? Abby, you want to start us off? What is this about? Um, basically just why we do RAGBRAI. Um, in our blog, we go in to say that we're not even really sure we like bike riding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how we came about getting on the Kick Butts team is through our mom, who was on the team. Um, she passed away about a week after she had registered for RAGBRAI in 2015, so I decided that I was going to take her bike and ride it across the state of Iowa on her team. Her bike did not fit me. It was a terrible ride, but I did it. So now, about five years later, we I think we do this just to remember her for seven full solid days in something that she loved to do. What was your mother's name? 
Sandra Bradley. Uh, Ellie, tell me a little bit about your mother's passion for Ragbri. She was way into it. Yeah, she was. In fact, I was just coming across some old pictures from the 80s. And let me tell you, I bet you that was a caravan because she went with girlfriends back in the 80s. And then early 90s, she actually took her dad and her mom. Actually, I rode with her mom and the sag wagon. Um, along the ride and then later on in life Kay Kinseth was a good friend of hers and she was actually the person that connected her to kick butts so and she just loved it I mean she would had all the gear and yeah she really enjoyed herself she liked to heckle people and she was a talker so I think she did really well on Ragbri. What was that first Ragbri like for you because you did some special things I think symbolically to, to, to establish that connection with your mother? Um, we did. We tried to go to all of her favorite staple ragbri stops, like Tender Tom's and Beekman's to get ice cream. We really just tried to do everything that she would have wanted to do. So what's the blog writing been like? Um, why couldn't you have written these blog entries from your home? Well, I think that, you know, being on the ride and forcing myself and ourselves to write every night, you just kind of it's throughout the day things come to you and you think about like what it is on life on a bike and how you can relate that and you know we really pedaled through a lot of grief those first two years two rag, two rag brides, a lot of tears and it's some of the things are painful and you'd think of mom and just also mom was an organ donor and so um, we could kind of ride this ride as a sharing that story too and connecting with people other people that are organ donors or have been affected by organ donation and um, so writing the blog is just kind of a way to help process all those thoughts and hopefully maybe some of them insights can help somebody else that's going through grief and maybe encourage more people to get out on their bikes and pedal through some stuff. <laughs> Ellie Larson I saw you look at your sister when you said organ donor because Abby your sister is an organ donor when did you donate an organ and why? What did you donate? Um, yes, about eight months ago now, I think it was, um, I offered to be a living donor for a one-year-old baby who needed a liver. Um, his mom had put out on Facebook that you know they needed a certain criteria for a living donor, and I fit the bill. And I actually had a couple people in town send me the link because they thought of me. I messaged the mom and I did the testing and it was just a no-brainer from the beginning that, you know, with what my mom did and I've met her heart recipient three times. So to see the hope in that family's eyes, I thought, why not? I'm a healthy 30-year-old and fairly small, so I think it would fit into a baby. <laughs> Do you know how the baby's doing today? He's doing great. I actually just went on vacation the week before Ragbri with his parents and we had a good time and yeah, he's doing really good can't imagine what those meetings are like and what those parents see when they look at you. Yeah, it's really difficult because they're, they're so, you know, thankful for me. And to me, it's just weird. Like, we're good. You know, you don't, I, I get it. You know, you're, you're very thankful. But um, yeah, it's, to me, it was just, it wasn't really much, you know, it wasn't nothing. <laughs> so uh, Ellie Larson, how do people find your blog? It's cheersandgears.home.blog. Okay, cheersandgears.home.blog? Yep. Okay, Ellie Larson, Abby Busher, thank you very much for sharing your story. What an inspiration and uh, a beautiful morning in Iowa and uh, an inspirational uh, calling that you have uh, both uh, chosen to take up. Thank you very much, Abby. Thank you. And Ellie. Yeah, thanks for sharing.
little further east out of Centerville this July 25th, Thursday, the fifth day of Ragbri. I'm on the bike right now, pedaling right now, carefully with my recorder in hand. And, you know, on Ragbri, the vast majority of people are on two wheels, on two wheels, but there is an individual next to me on one wheel. Hi there, uh, I'm Ben Kiefer, Iowa Public Radio. How are you doing today? Good. Yeah. I know you from Java Blend. I played with Damon Dotson years ago. All right, you're a musician. Great to run into you again. So, are you the only, only, you're on a unicycle, and just so I can kind of describe this, I'm on my bicycle about, what, five feet off the ground. Okay. You're a head taller than me because you're on a, I'm on a 36-inch. Oh, let me get the microphone over to you. A 36-inch, no speeds, no gears, no coast, uh, quacks unicycle. And how, what's the, what's the, the, the radius of that tire? Uh, 36, but the tire itself is more like 39. So how long have you been riding a unicycle? Uh, I'm not just today, but... <laughs> <laughs> right, I started in sixth grade on a 20-inch. Got the big one probably six months ago. I have 40 training miles, and I'm uh, day four. I skipped yesterday, but started in Council Bluffs on Sunday. Uh-huh. What kind of reaction are you getting to people? from people. Tons of encouragement. It's been great. I would have quit mile two if it weren't for everyone riding by giving me some kind words. So it's been really great. So um, when you compare it with riding a bicycle where you get a, your, your backside gets sore, your legs get sore, do any special parts of your body get sore when you're on a unicycle that aren't the case in a bicycle? Yeah, I would compare it to riding a bike sitting straight up, no hands. Uh, but then instead of your seat, you're sitting on a two-by-four. Sounds marvelous. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, for about the first five seconds. <laughs> then you got ten hours to go. I was out for twelve hours on Tuesday. Good to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Blake Myers out of Boone. Thanks. We'll catch you later. Catch you later. So we're about 18 miles now, for a little further down the road. This is Bike Shorts from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer, uh, heading east from Centerville, day five of Ragbri 2019. And uh, a theme developing today um, that's very interesting, how people uh, deal with adversity. Um, standing next to me is my teammate on Kick Butts, uh, Larry Jewell. Hi, Larry. Hi, Ben. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Full disclosure, you're my brother-in-law. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Larry's got an interesting story, and I wanted to ask you about it, Larry, because you are an inspiring person, uh, and if people listen to yesterday's podcast, they will know that out of our group of 20 riders, um, it was a long day yesterday, 84 miles for the course. You could have added a Keras loop and put you up above 116 miles, and Larry... Uh, did two times, two times around the loop. That gave uh, him 156 miles for one day on a bike. So that's like half the state of Iowa in one day. I don't, I still don't know how you did it, Larry. Yeah, well, it was a tough day, but got up early and just uh, focused and was able to get through it. So now, if you thought that was a really awesome challenge that Larry has met, um, I'd like to ask Larry to to tell us about his experience with cancer. Larry's a cancer survivor uh, and a few years ago it did not look good at all. When were you diagnosed, Larry? 
In 2013, in the fall, I was diagnosed. I started treatment uh, in November of uh, 2013 and completed my chemo and radiation therapy uh, about the end of June um, 2014. What was the type of cancer you had? Uh, neck and throat cancer. How far had it spread? Well, it was advanced stage four cancer, so it had spread into my lungs and other parts of my body. So, wow. Um, uh, how does this connect with what you're doing today? Because I remember after your recovery from the radiation and the chemo, uh, you wanted to get back on your bike. You wanted to make sort of ragbraya a centerpiece of your summers. Right. So I hadn't really ridden my bike much, but um, having seen you and your your brothers ride uh, Ragbray, um, I needed some type of goal to get through my treatment period, and I decided uh, aiming for my first Ragbray. So I completed my treatment in June of 2014 and rode my first Ragbray and was able to complete that successfully. and had such a great time I decided to keep coming back so yeah and I I cannot keep up with Larry Jewell that is for sure this year I'm celebrating five years cancer-free which is a, a milestone so it's it's kind of a good year for me right. so congratulations Larry we marked that a few couple months ago congratulations on that and the significance please point that out of five years cancer-free well it's it's a typical um, statistically significant date for people with cancer it, it depends on the type of cancer and such but you know at this point uh, the tests happen less frequently so um, you know it's a good hurdle to get over so Larry Jewell of Iowa City bike enthusiast cancer survivor inspiration and my brother-in-law I'm proud to say thanks Larry all right thank you Ben There's one sound. We're in Bloomfield now on this day five. I promise to take you along on Ragbri. Um, so if you never get to do it, you know a little bit what it's like. So I have to share this part with you. Anybody who's been on Ragbri uh, has become friends with a porta potty, so to speak. If you don't like porta potties, also called kaibos, I guess it's pretty rough to be on Ragbri. A lot of times you're very happy to see a, a free set of kaibos without uh, too long a lines behind them. And so it goes all day, doors opening and closing. I'm Ben Kiefer and it's Bike Shorts, a podcast from Iowa Public Radio. Following along Ragbri this year, Ragbri 2019. Uh, across the state, uh, we've made it more than halfway. Uh, this is a, a beer stop, the first of the day. We're about 38 miles into a approximately 64, 65 mile day, which will end in Fairfield. We're gonna turn north here in a little bit, but I'm looking at the back sort of sloped hill of a backyard here where uh, the beer tent has set up and there's, uh, I can see some uh, large grills set up uh, with lots of bratwurst and uh, burgers, and uh, this slope has about, oh, I don't know, I'd say I can see on this backyard three, 400 people. What I'm gonna do is just go down the line, find out how many people wanna just answer one question, where are you from, let's do it. Hi there, Iowa Public Radio, just where are you from? Richmond, Virginia. Cincinnati. Where are you from? Chicago. Michigan. Can I get where you're from? Perry, Iowa. Norwalk, Iowa. 
Excuse me. Oh, Team Winers, where are you from? Uh, Durham, North Carolina. Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you. Where are you from, sir? Just finding out where people are from. An unscientific poll. <laughs> Outer space. Outer space. Well, I'm glad you beat. I would believe that. I would believe that. You know, we didn't know that Ragbri was known that far and wide. It's known universally. Where are you from, ma'am? Dallas, Texas. Dallas. All right. I got my brother-in-law, brother down there from Dallas. Santa Barbara, California. Where are you from, ladies? Mankato, Minnesota. North Liberty, Iowa. Hawaii. Hawaii? You, you knew I'd react like that. I see your face. Yeah. Is that true? No. <laughs> oh. I'm from North Liberty, Iowa. Say it again. North Liberty, Iowa. Okay. I knew if I looked at you and I said, got to be honest. <laughs> I couldn't have lied. We've just turned the corner on day five, turned the corner, so to speak. We were heading east on our 427-mile track across the state from river to river, the Missouri to the Mississippi. Uh, left Centerville this morning, oh, I don't know, more than uh, about five hours ago. And now we went through the very small town of Lebanon, turned north, and are headed to Fairfield. For the second time on Ragbri this year, we've got optimal conditions. We're heading north and have a, a southerly wind at our back. Ideal conditions, fairly flat. Mike Shorts, you got it! All right. Wow. Bike Shorts is picking up in popularity. There was a pace line of about 10 people. New Iowa Public Radio's Bike Shorts. All right. We are getting a tailwind there, too. Onward. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Live music of John Lee Boyer there to end this episode of Bike Shorts, day five in Ragbri 2019. I'm Ben Kiefer, Iowa Public Radio, giving you a limited series podcast, Bike Shorts, to let you travel from river to river, the Missouri to the Mississippi on Ragbri. We hope you've enjoyed uh, this podcast and hope you tune in again. Bike Shorts is produced by Rick Brewer, Caitlin Harrop, and Shirley Wong. Our executive producer is Catherine Perkins. Special thanks to Lindsay Moon, Clay Masters, Madeline King, and NPR's team, No Pie Refused. Also, Team Groucho, as well as all of our host families along the route. Bike Shorts is a production of Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer. Thanks for coming along for the ride, and we'll see you tomorrow. Sang the blues, feeling good was good enough for me. Good enough for me and Bobby McGee. Good enough for me and Bobby McGee.